Yeah, you got the front man himself, me. And uh, to your <laughs> Matt Cardona thing, I got three letters for you, baby. M D K. I've um, <laughs> I'm so happy you said that because I also have something for you. Yeah, do you? Ah, this ass. Wow, I we'll got something to it. I came yeah. ready. I came ready tonight, guys. Did so, you? I'm a, just so it's right here and everyone's view. Okay. So, okay. I went you guys have the thing. same jib. Uh, <laughs> so, really quickly, there's a whole lot to cover. I want to take just one minute of your time to talk about the Faye uh, Jackson trials that happened over Twitter last week, where uh, Faye Jackson was mm, kind of screwily uh, declared uh, not guilty after she uh, guaranteed some things after saying Big E is not going to win. Money in the bank. Big E won money in the bank. They turned this into a whole production, and it became... Okay, Matt, 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 Matt. I can't let you... Come on, you don't have to edit it. She said if Big E wins, she would post nudes. That's what happened. And then instead of posting nudes, she posted the color palette where nude was one of the colors. So that's... Which is... She that was the that's what happened. So we don't have to edit that out. That's not PG. That's not that's not a mature audience. I was just trying to keep it to my assigned one minute. Too late. Uh, I screwed it. But right, go ahead. Chuck the D clock was is ticking. <laughs> Big Swole was the defendant. Uh, well, was the the defender. This got so big it crashed twice, and uh, was the number one trend on Twitter, following Dynamite. Um. Pretty big. It's very interesting because it's the first time in this week that a wrestler not a part of AEW or WWE trended number one. You're looking at the other one right there. So there's my one minute. Uh, I took it. I tried to make it as short as possible for you, Ryan, uh, just because I love you. But yeah, I'm because pass you for impact, okay? God bless. I think the only thing of note, and I'm burning through this because. We did touch on a little bit of it on Thursday's episode. Um, Chris Bay goes over Rohit. It's a pretty little fun match there. Um, Mig, Mickey James gets Deanna Perrazzo booked for NWA Empower. I will always say it like that because the three R's come at me. Um, Six-person tag. Uh, uh, J- Jake something, Card Cardona, and Chelsea Green. Uh, over Brian Myers, uh, Brian Myers is young, young boy, Sam Beal and Tennille Dashwood um, is fine. Um, yeah, well, and don't, and don't forget like Chelsea Green pinned Sam Beal. Like, yeah, yeah, that that's was, why, a, that's a why yeah. one, one, two, three over the, over the young boy. Yeah. That's why he is indeed the young, the young boy. Um, Jay White comes out, finally cuts a promo, loved every minute of this. It was outstanding. Jay White continues to outperform some of those uh, who think that he's just a mid-carter. Um, Josh Alexander's in the back. Uh, he is doing an interview. Kenny Omega comes right into the frame, calls him the lightweight champ. 
um well, well they're or they're having the interview behind a door like yeah you know? and so yeah you kind of saw it coming yeah and then the door opens and he bumps the door yeah I have a I have a feeling oh. this is gonna be title for title coming up here soon. Yeah, he does. Um, call. He goes, "Oh, you're the you're the extra you're the X Division guy, hmm, lightweight." Yeah, and, he, and you see and you see Josh Alexander go lightweight. Yeah, was, it was pretty good. Yeah, uh, Josh Alexander, we are also going to be seeing at Next Generation Wrestling's on Civil War Six. You should get to nextgentn.net to buy your tickets. Um, we have, we have Finn Juice returning to the Impact Zone to go over East Austin and Madman Fulton. Pretty solid tag match there. Um, I want to see Ace Austin and Madman Fulton pick up some wins here. Uh, uh, let's see. Anything else of note? Havoc and Rosemary retain over Fire and Flavor. Of course, we talked about the contract sitch. Um, this was the main event of the show. Um, it was it was fine for a main event TV show uh, match during the week. It it was it was fine, and I know I sped through it, um, but this is a solid episode of Impact, um, guys. If you don't have access, uh, they stream it on Twitch for free. Okay, it's it is it's a it's consistently a, at least a good show. Um, mm-hmm. I think the high point of this whole show was Jay White. Um, there was one thing that I did skim over, and that was there was a backstage segment where Jay White said he's always looking to recruit new new members. And, of course, he's talking to Chris Bay himself, and Chris Bay does come out later in the show to make the save on Jay White's behalf. So um, while it has not been officially announced, it looks like um, that um, Chris Bay is – potentially the next member of Bullet Club. And that was Impact. Impact was great. Um, I really enjoyed it. Here's your quick raw update. Uh, I can't tell if they're wooing or booing. We're just going to leave it there. Uh, Battle Riot. Battle Riot 3. Do we want the entire card results or do we just want the Battle Riot? Well, well, yeah, there wasn't much to the whole card except because Battle Riot is such a long match. So, yeah, we might as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. We still had like you know, oh, I know I watched seven eight matches. Geez, actually, a bunch of matches that happened outside of the mm-hmm. battle riot. Um, I don't think yeah. they made it to the YouTube show. I think the YouTube, uh, they only showed some of the vignettes and the actual battle riot. Um, now we they, now we got uh, we got the um, the three way tag match with um, uh, Jordan Oliver and uh, Myron Reed and well, well that all started with just like a, a whole segment like talking segment and just like yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, just like the WWE where like people start coming out <laughs> next thing you know there's a match that... so they end up actually do having a match later as well mm-hmm. um, but here, here's your quick quick uh, move here Alex Kane defeated Bud Heavy Mm-hmm. Gino Medina defeated Casey Navarro, uh, officially signed to MLW as well. Right. Big for Navarro. Devon Eriks defeated Team Filthy of uh, Kevin Q and Kit Osborne. Kit Osborne still been portraying as Lance Von Eric mm-hmm. or Rip Von Eric. Uh, <laughs> Calvin Sankman so defeated Lee Moriarty. Um, King well, Muertes. Uh, yep, King Muertes. If, if I can give my uh, old school perspective on that. Yeah. Um, Lance Von Eric. Anyway, that's such a that's a great gimmick for them because the whole point of Lance they tried to get this guy who was no relation to them over just because he looked good and they tried to sneak him in as a cousin of the Von Erics. And I remember when it was going on, and it was it was it was nuts. And I think I remember Chris Adams like knocking his head off in one of the matches. But anyway, it just never got over because everybody's like, "This is not a Von Eric. This is us." The imposter and so now this guy's doing a gimmick that's his gimmick is he's an imposter von eric and so i, I don't know i like it. it sort of brings like the the history full circle so anywho and they kicked the crap out of him twice during the night i i shouldn't i shouldn't have unmuted the tv uh, we're gonna have a triple threat between Charlotte, Rhea, and 
Nikki A S H at SummerSlam for the belt. Uh, kiss my A S S. Let's keep going. <laughs> but King Mort has defeated Rich Holiday uh, for the Caribbean. Uh, under the Caribbean rules for the IWA Caribbean Heavyweight Championship. Judas Macias! Your boy Hammer defeated Tom Lawler to defend uh, the National Openweight Championship. Willow Nightingale defeated Ashley Vox. Davey Richards defeated TJP. Solid match. New LAX, which is Rivera and Slice Boogie. Rivera is the, the renaming of Danny Limelight. Yeah, did I, did I completely miss that? I thought, yeah. No, you're good. All right. They defeated Injustice, Jordan Oliver, and Myron Reed. Um, I'm going to just go ahead and apologize now if I butcher these uh, uh, luchador names. So I apologize. But Aramis defeated Erez in a singles match. The, Howdy, um, yeah. That was that, that's, that is actually pretty close. So we're going we're gonna to leave it. Good job. Right. I'm getting better, man. Mm-hmm. Two and a half years in, and we're, we're learning. <laughs> Yeah. Um, oh, we have a Damian Priest vignette. Oh, Damian Priest on TV. That's nice. Uh, Jacob Fatu successfully defended the World Heavyweight Championship against Matt Cross. And in the Battle Riot, Alexander Hammerstone rocking the red and yellow one. And he is a future opportunity for the World Heavyweight Championship for MLW anytime he wants. Now, uh, I got to tell y'all, I don't know if y'all caught all of the Hogan uh, yes. posing yeah. and everything. Yes. I loved every second of this. Really? I did. I did. Because think about it. Alexander Hammerstone is like a modern day Hulk Hogan, except a better worker. I was going to say, yeah, he's a much better worker. <laughs> like, yeah. Think about the it. The hair, the goatee, yeah, rocking the sure. red and yellow, super jack. Yeah. yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I mean, you're, that's not wrong. You're not wrong. I was a little, I'm not, I, okay, yeah, I, you, I'm going to out myself as I hate Hulk Hogan. So I, I'll, I'll go over that. As, huh, and so, okay. I, and I always have, but, but, um, but, but. You're an NWA guy. Right. And that's why, because he turned, because he turned wrestling into a cartoon and I don't, and I will never, ever, ever not hate him for it. But anyway, um, he literally turned it into a cartoon. But anyway, um, so I wasn't over that. But Hammerstone is sort of like, you know, he, he, he's, he's got that Viking thing going on. So it's almost like Hulk Hogan and Brock Lesnar had a baby. And that's Alexander Hammerstone. And I love so, it. Yep. I love it so much. Um, I, got, I got to think he's the guy who takes the belt off of Fa too, right? Yeah. And, and you don't think so? I, but, but I'm going to say, I don't... Like the, the, I was going through the course. If we go through, I don't know. Here's some thoughts that I had on the match, like just the battle riot match. I mean, there was a good show all the way around, but now I watch MLW, but um, there were some parts of it. Like King Mo, King Mo came out. King Mo looked rough, buddy. Like he's, oh yeah. Like, I mean, he's probably dropped 40, 50 pounds. I mean, and, and it was obvious. So yeah. not poor guy. Um, Davey Richards came out second. He and Tom Lawler started the match, right? He was first. I mean, he was first and Tom Lawler was second. And so they, yeah, they kind of started off together and he was in there for a while. Looked really, really good. Um, then they didn't uh, mention his elimination though. And that bothered me. Yeah. And, and it was mm-hmm. and the thing about battle riot is because you can get eliminated by being pinned, submitted, thrown over the top. And yep. it seemed, and they didn't really do any eliminations till about twenty people were in the ring. Like there were no eliminations until then, mm-hmm. and it came. It was stupid hard to follow after that. So I could, I mean, I I was thinking they probably should have spread those out a little more to make it a little more obvious. Because what ended up happening was something that did happen with Davy Richards. Um, you know, it gets eliminated. You don't even know, right? And then also, so anyway, and then we had Tom Lawler trying to sneak back in to be, also be L.A. Park. Which was, that was it was funny, but also like, okay, where the heck is L.A. Park, you know? Um, but mm-hmm. and then I I read to um, that it came out later that that uh, Richard Holiday was supposed to be in the match, but apparently he got like legit hurt doing uh, in the in the backstage spot where that he got busted open. That 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 was actually hard way, and they had they chose to go get him checked out. Um, 
so my, my thoughts were, yes, it ended the way it should. It was really fun. Savio Vegas too old to be wrestling, much less twice. <laughs> yeah, he was because he was the uh, no, 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 no. I, I, well, I'll just leave it at that. No, no, I'm, I'm with you. I'm just no, you're fine because I kind of popped for it. I did too. I popped a little, little bit too. Um, also, Gringo Loco is somebody I'd like to see a lot more of. Yeah. I mean, he, I mean, he's de- he's definitely like you look at him like there. There's like, oh, this is a gimmick because he's like the pot belly luchador, and then he does all the luchador moves with the flips and stuff. Yeah. Anyway, I'm digging, I'm digging him. Um, and then of course we got to see our our wonderful uh, friend of the show, Zicky Dice. Um, and of course, my close personal friend now, um, Calvin Tankman, also who had a great showing in the match. Um, I just don't know. There's some things I don't know why Lance and why is he's definitely going to be on his way to WWE, right? That's he's this is just a, this is a stopover for him. Am I? I mean, I he, think the same thing. I would think the same the, the same thing for Jacob Fatu, but his style is just not WWE style. I don't know. What do you guys think? Lance had like a, a couple of uh, highlights on SmackDown a while ago with Roman. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't think he's in the shape that WWE wants him to be. Okay. Yeah. I think, I think that's really holding him back. Like I'm, I'm not trying to knock the guy, but okay. he's not in the WWE shape. I was um, going to say, uh, neither was Rikishi, but that's all right. <laughs> yeah. But you can get, you got away with that a lot more back then. I feel. You know, uh, all right. Okay. I mean, I, I just want, I mean, a lot of these guys, I mean, obviously MLW is a place that it's for, it's for up and comers. It's for used to be's it's for those in the middle and it's a great place for people to learn. You see like Lee Moriarty, you know, kind of mm-hmm. that's a, that's a step up for him from the Indies. And then you have, you know, some guys, some, a couple recently released NXT talent guys that were in there, but I'm going to tell you the guy that impressed me the most and if did you if you guys watched it, um, Zenshi from South America, and he did every his feet didn't hit the floor spot that you could imagine. He did like ten of them. Uh huh. Um, a little much, I thought. It got to be a little much, but the guy pulled them all off. Like like the when they yep. threw him on the timekeeper table and it didn't break, and so he's there on the table. That one was good. And then the one where he flips upside down and he's on his hands on the railing. And then, I mean, just that guy had a ton of moves. So I hope we see some more of Zenshi and that it wasn't just like a one-time thing. Um, I really want to talk about uh, the judge, Nduka. <laughs> I thought he did pretty well. Okay, I was pretty good. impressed. Yes. I was too. And, and, and I love the fact that they set up a he, he against Calvin Tankman because I'm all for that. Yeah, that got, me, that. that got me hyped. Yeah. I was super pumped for that one. All right. Yeah, Calvin, Calvin Tankman reminds me a lot of Umaga in a way, yeah. um, whereas he is, he is a fast big guy. He can pull everything off. Um, I think Calvin Tankman adds a little bit more as far as the uh, acrobatics. Um, the one note, because I know you guys were back and forth for a little bit. Um, I very much so appreciate the fact that um, Cesar Duran is going to be yeah. the matchmaker going right. going forward. I think that's an excellent spot. Right. Um, I think it's also great that since you're going to TV, I think mm-hmm. this is a great way to kind of introduce some you know faces talents uh kind kind of give you a face to go along with the show yeah and i love it he said i think this is a perfect place to build a lucha temple (laughs) (laughs) i I would love for mlw to kind of get that lucha underground kind of environment that was a really fun audience just to kind of work with i felt like watching the show um that I thought we don't really get anywhere else. They're super into it. You had like the live music opening the show. You had the band. Like I, I just thought it was such a cool atmosphere. I would love love that for MLW, especially with all Tekka Underground. Yeah, you should go um, check out Tantalizing Tony's channel. He was there. Uh, he has mm-hmm. he had live match by match 
uh, results and reactions, uh, that link is in the description below. Love Tony. Mm -hmm. Love Tony. Speaking of shows that Tony was at, we had GCW uh, Homecoming Woo. this weekend. Ryan, you want to take night one here? No. No? I thought we were going to Ring of Honor. Oh, um, then take Ring of Honor. Take Ring of Honor. I'm going to shut so, up. What no, happened. no, because you seem really excited for this. It's all um, you. It's all so you. I will. So I'm going to go until we get to the main main event, which I'll let you guys pop for. Um, first of all, going into this, you know, Deathmatch Wrestling is not for everyone. So if that's not your ball game, this might not be uh, the lane for you to be in. Um, uh, so I'm just going to read down the results here. I did watch watch the show. Uh, Marco Stunt defeated Starboy Charlie. Tony Deppin defeated Ninja Mac. Good showing there by Tony Deppin. Um, AJ Gray defeated Nolan Edward. AJ Gray, star. Two Cold yeah. Scorpio defeated Grim Reefer. Love me some, yeah. love me some Flash Funk. I, I, I popped. I don't even care. Can I just give you one? We have Two Cold Scorpio revive Grim Reefer with <laughs> a ceremonial joint. Yeah. Why yeah. Not? Well, that is that I, is know, his funny, last name. We should refer to Two Cold Scorpio as um, intended murderer. Yeah, yeah, in Korea. As he fully intended to kill Road Warrior Hawk, yes, and wasn't yeah. able to do that. <laughs> um, uh, Alex Cologne defended and lost uh, the GCW Ultra Violent Championship to Drew Parker. I thought that was an all right match. Um, mm -hmm. Scramble match, Atticus, Kogar going over Jordan Oliver, Brayden Lee, Dante Leone. Jack Cartwheel, Shane Mercer, Dwight, I see some head shaking. Hmm. Braden Lee's one of my guys I'm watching out for. Yeah. He was really great for WrestleMania weekend, but anyway. And then that's a that's another uh, MDK guy. <laughs> um, GCW Tag Team Championship match. Uh, Jimmy Lloyd and G Raver uh, put their titles on the line and lose to the yep. second gear crew. That would be Mance Warner. And um, everybody hates him because he doesn't show up to shows. That would be Matthew Justice. Um, this was an I foresee um, them holding on to the titles, though, for quite a bit. Um, they seem like they work really well together in the ring. Um, Mance Warner is a, is a, is a hardcore guy. Uh, Matthew Justice is a scumbag in my eyes. Effie well, going over frontman Jossie. I still have some heat with Mance Warner because he tried to make put the moves on my wife. But anyway. I mean, better Mance Warner. I mean, than any than anybody else. <laughs> um, and then for the main event, it was for the GCW World Championship. It was Nick Cage defending against Matt Cardona. You know, I'm and sorry. Matt, do you want to take this one? Yeah, this was fantastic because the right guy won. The right man won. Uh, Matt Cardona and Nick Gage have been doing this entire thing mm -hmm. for social media um, with Matt Cardona originally putting out a shirt with the MDK logo. Well, not MDK logo, but using the letters MDK, which started this whole beef with uh, Nick Gage being like, why don't we settle this like in a fight? You know, let's just let's just fight it out. Because, you know, as Twitter's been putting it, known criminal Matt Car uh, Nick Gage. <laughs> right. Bank uh, former bank robber. Um, Surprised he's not in jail. He was. He was. <laughs> good. That's a good reference from uh, from AEW there, Ryan. I appreciate you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, couldn't have said it better myself, even if I had Bell's palsy. Um, oh my god. So this thing's been building and building and building, and everyone's been coming after Matt Cardona, saying he can't do the death match. He's got to get beat up. It's over. He, he's done. Uh, Nick Gage might actually kill him in the ring. Um, and Cardona did the entire death match. There is a, a, uh, big, uh, <laughs> dirty finish here with, uh, Ricky Shane Page mm -hmm. turning on Nick Gage, low blowing him after, uh, taking out some enemies. Cardona bashes Nick Gage in the face with two light tubes and then hits him with the radio silence to win. And the crowd loses their damn mind i mean people are booing they're throwing things in the ring 
Um, to which this actually got a response from Dave Meltzer saying that no matter what, no matter what we're seeing here, this this is a bad, this is bad. And I'm of two minds of it. Uh, I, I get it from the perspective of you never know what the hell they're going to throw in the ring and you don't want people getting hurt in terms of the wrestlers. And from that perspective, I totally get that. I do. Uh, you, you don't want Nick Gage getting hurt while his eyes are closed in the middle of the ring. You don't want Matt Cardona getting hurt with someone hitting him in the head with something that shouldn't be getting thrown in the ring. On the other hand, this has been, in my opinion, one of the coolest visuals that we have been missing from wrestling in so long is that genuine heel heat that we don't get anymore. I mean, you see the, you see in the picture, people got their middle fingers up right at Cardona. You know, they were still throwing things at him when this picture was taken. Like yeah. full bottles of water, full bottles of soda, full cans of beer, full, full cans, cans of, of beer. beer. Yeah. 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 When, when, when was the last time that a professional wrestling moment elicited this kind of reaction from the crowd? Was it Bash of the Beach? Terry Funk. Um, Some kind oh, of yeah. ECW. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was wasn't that Terry Funk, Raven, and uh, something same. Oh, I forget who was even in that match with the chairs because one of those chairs. All I can think of is that can someone throw me a chair and everyone throws the chairs. Right, and then he got and Terry Funk actually got cracked in the head with one of those chairs, yeah. um, and, and cut open. But I mean, but that's what I remember. But Matt, if I want to jump in here and just let me just do this. <laughs> I love it. It doesn't get any better than this. We got some dueling visuals here. Mm-hmm. I'll go back to mine. I'll just leave that up. That's me. And Isn't it just convenient that I wore my ref shirt tonight for <laughs> an occasion like this? Well, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on and just as I, I mean I'm I've been a Nick Gage fan ever since. I mean I've saw him on the Indies when he especially when he really when he first got back into it he was just getting back into wrestling and he I mean just a and I'm talking to him and stuff so I I, I kind of that's why I'm a huge Nick Gage fan. Um, and I can take I can take deathmatch wrestling. Some of it's a little much. I'm, I'll, I mean, I'm an old ECW guy, but CZ, CZW was a little too much for me. Um, got a little too crazy, like Necro Butcher and stuff like that. I just couldn't couldn't get couldn't get with it. But but now, but with that with that being said, um, dude, all hats off to Matt Cardona because he basically stepped into that world and just did that. And if you saw Chelsea Green's Instagram and stuff, she shared the pictures of what his his back and arms look like because like she put a thing like she had doctored him up and bandaged yeah. up all his wounds and stuff oh man he was he was in rough shape and he, and um so hats off to the guy and and i'm i mean you know what it's for these guys that left wwe or not even left that were fired what else are they gonna do and these guys that have genuine legit love for the business and you can see it, and he's one of those guys. And so, you know what? I'm all for I'm all for Matt Cardona. And did you, I, I don't know if you heard today, but then he had he well, it was that night two where he announced they were going to change the name to the Universal title, <laughs> the GCW yeah. Universal title. And, oh, and, and 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 then the what's his name? Uh, the freaking Mark Sterling, smart Mark Sterling, you know the the, the lawyer. And he and he called the, he kept calling him the GCW Universe. <laughs> Little stuff like that just cracks me up because it's awesome, you know. <laughs> the GCW well, universe, man. It just it was the. It just goes to show that this dude was a gem. He was a gem. Yeah. He's huge. Right. He's in the best shape of his life, and he can. He is riling up audiences more than I think he's ever had in his career. Um, yeah. So many people uh, had no idea that he was capable of these things, and I genuinely it gets me excited for what the hell he's going to do next. You know, yeah, it, it's and, and, exciting. And, and it just just and I don't want to get into a rant on WWE, so I'm just going to make this one statement. But that whole thing where like we don't have you know creative doesn't have anything for you. What a big load of garbage. They don't know what to do with people who are talented on their own. That's the problem. I mean, they were like, I think of, I mean, even if you just keep it in the desert in WWE, I was like, Ricochet. It's like, if you watch Money in the Bank, it's like, oh, you didn't have anything for Ricochet, a guy who could do the most beautiful dives and stuff like that, the visually appealing, but you had nothing for him. It's like, no, 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 you guys are idiots. 
and and nothing. Yeah, and and Matt Cardona is an example of that. It wasn't Matt Cardona that was the problem. It's the idiots telling Matt Cardona what to do. I was want to emphasize he's only thirty six. Yeah, he's only thirty six. His his style in ring, unless he does more of these death matches, which I mean he might he might for the next couple of years, um, because you know what he can. Why the hell not? Um, no, but what? But, but just think about it, Matt. What a better heel move to do than to refuse to do the death match shit. Yeah, like, like, I, <laughs> I was so on board. Like, all right, yes. Nick Gage, you want your rematch? Okay, it can only happen. Yeah. Best two out of three all falls. All rules enforced yeah. match. Yeah, best two out of three falls, over the top ropes, a DQ, 15 minute time limit. I mean, whatever. It's like, yeah, I'm yeah. down for it. That's this dude is not known for being like a technician worker, which is just going to get him more heat too. You know, right. but what I was getting at, his, his in-ring work isn't going to be something that makes him retire in two years and right, three right. years, you know? Um, when he gets his comeuppance, he's got to get brutalized and it's got to be wonderful. But... Right. But till then, um, real quick, real quick. Night two was uh, last night. Drew Parker defeated Jimmy Lloyd in the main event. But we also had Jordan Oliver defeat Jack Cartwheel. Jonathan Gresham defeated Starboy Charlie. Yeah, Second gear cool. crew. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Um, what a sight to see uh, the pure championship in a GCW ring. Right. Yeah, pretty cool. There's never <sighs> chills, been a chills, man. wrestling fan. Seriously, chills, never been man. a better time. Mm-hmm. Uh, second gear crew that's Mance Warner and Matthew Justice successfully uh, defended their titles against Dante Leon and Ninja Mac. Chris Dickinson defeated Cesar Bononi. Joey Janela defeated Atticus Coger. Iron Beast, which is Shane Mercer and KTB, defeated Braden Lee and Cole Radrick. Calvin Tankman defeated Ruckus. Penelope Ford defeated Ali Catch, which is uh, the, the change in gimmick from Ali Cat. She's now. Yeah. A heel bit going on here. I love it. And like I said, Drew Parker defeated Jimmy Lloyd. Um, gotta tell you, I almost feel like night one should have happened on night two, but the main event title. <laughs> but I just don't know how you top the night one after what you just did, you know? Um, no, yeah, I I agree. Um, I, I think other than the end of the night, um, the spot, um, the doomsday device with the chair to ninja mac where it looked like he just took the spot (laughs) um no i'm not doing that not Um, on my contract yeah that's definitely not on my contract um but yeah i can i completely agree night one should have been night two they should have switched um at least put the main event on night two there you go yeah yeah um real quick just before we go to ring of honor Viking Raiders versus AJ and almost for the tag titles is about to start. Bring your fire time, Ryan. I'm gonna hand it to you, and I'm just gonna let you take it away. Well, well, before I mean, here's a good segue before we go into that. Think about what we saw at GCW. I mean, it's in Atlantic City. It's not that far away, you know. But um, we had AEW people. We had Ring of Honor people. We had Impact people. You had MLW people. I mean, that it was like it, you had all of that. And also you furthered storylines in every one of those places. In GCW is like a place, you know, that where where those those it's like that's the that could be the door. I don't know. But anyway, I thought it was kind of cool to see Jonathan Gresham and Penelope Ford. I mean, they're on the same card at the same night. Um, yeah. So I mean, a lot, a lot of bleed over. And speaking of Jonathan Gresham, bring it take on. it away, Ryan. Yeah, I'm gonna seg- segue from uh, Damian Priest defeating Sheamus, who yeah. is the United States champion, but now earns a shot at the United States Championship. What a what a load of crap! I hate that in professional I wrestling. I do too. Where hey, I'm going to beat the champion to earn a shot. At, at the champion champion i'll say this they've been billing it like the past two three weeks whereas if you beat the champ you get a shot against the champ so it was david yeah. priest answering the challenge so yeah, at awful. least there's like continuity to it and it wasn't just a one-off that's my whole thing yeah but at they least do there it was a reason for it yeah, yeah. they do it, they do it cool, yeah they do it all the time that's the problem they do this mm-hmm. all the time yeah where they, i think if where, more times they had the actual like right in where it's like all right I'm doing this open challenge. And if you beat me, you get a shot, you know, but so many times we get like, Oh, they beat them here. Now they're getting a title opportunity. And then we have the match three more times. And then we get to the title match. 
that's the issue. Well, no, we just see the well, match over and over and over again. The repetition more than anything. Well, and think of it this way, Ryan. I'm a, we'll go. We'll get started, but I just think of what happens this way. It happens. A champion cuts a promo. Challenger comes out. Ch- tells them that they want to challenge them. Yes, we'll challenge them. We get the match. Oh, but it's not for the title. It's like we've seen this meme happen so many times on SmackDown. It happened for the last how many years? And it's like at this point, it's like you come up with something else. Like you know, have two people. It's it's I don't know. It's just it's 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 a meme at this point. And so it's frustrating. Go ahead. Let's talk about good wrestling. Yeah, you know, Ring of Honor this week was all right. Mm-hmm. Um, starting off with uh, Flip Gordon going over uh, world famous CB, also known as the Cheeseburger. Um, it was via via submission, of course. Um, yeah, Flip uh, Flip Gordon doing his normal Flip Gordon things. It it, it was very carbon copy to what we saw in maryland uh at best in the world so um not excited for when he gets his world title shot um uh we get the next challenger to the six-man tag team championships that would be ken dixon and the bouncers uh pretty excited to see that although it's concerning because they did just lose at best in the world so but the whole gimmick of, you know, STP, um, you know, and the six-man title run here um, is, you know, anybody who wants a challenge, come and, come and get it. So I'm all right with it. Um, you get Dan Housen on commentary. I muted the match. Um, as we get Sledge versus PCO. And that's saying a lot because I like listening to Ian, Riccoboni, and Chris Coleman. So very unfortunate. Um Oh, and, some, and, and no, we get some, we get some, we, we got some heat. We got some heat between uh, the bouncers and uh, Ian and Priest too. A little, uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, you were. Yeah, if, um, if on Twitter they continued it. They continued it today. Pretty good. It's pretty good stuff. You should go check it out. Yeah. Um, this is a double disqualification. This is kind of a meh. It was all right. Um, they brawled it and the match. Um, and then we get the main event, which is the uh, triple threat match, not the three-way dance like I, like you know I love. Um, mm-hmm. It is Dak, it, it is, uh, it's Eli Isom versus Dalton Castle um, versus Dak Draper. Um, yeah, this, uh, yeah, this match is pretty good. Um, I enjoyed this. This was definitely the best match out of the trio of the evening. Um yeah, um, Dre, uh, Dak Draper hits the Magnum KO on Eli Isom, protects Dalton Castle, um, and he gets the win. Dak mm-hmm. Draper wins. Um, I wanted this to go longer uh, than the less than seven minutes that it got, but I get it. It's fine. Um, mm-hmm. And then we get the graphics. The women's tournament is starting, which at the beginning of the show we saw that um, – uh, we saw that Mandy Leon uh, used the brass knuckles on Quinn McKay to get the last spot. So, poor Quinn McKay. Yeah, I feel I feel like she'll I feel like she'll she'll get in. I yeah. I, I have a I have a sneaky feeling. Yeah, I do too. Um, I I will say this about that last um, dude. Eli Isom is, and if you if people that have been watching Ring of Honor for a while, and if you haven't. I mean, that's a guy that we watch sort of grow into what he is, and he's just right on the edge of being like a legit star in the in in the in Ring of Honor. And um, had no idea he could talk as well as he can, you know, because he mm. really didn't get a chance when he was doing the thing with um with with cheese, you know, when Cheeseburger was the you know the leader of the of the what was the name of the tag team again? <laughs> Shinobi Shadow Squad. That's right. Yep. Three, three S, baby. Yep, and so. You know that you know he he was there and he was athletic and he did all that. But th- now that since he's gone out on his own, he's in that um, you know he's he's gone out of that sort of future of honor dojo kind of crowd. Now he's a legit guy. I'm super mm-hmm. impressed. I'd like to see what he's got going on with that. I mean, so I mean, you have him in a match. I mean, Dak Draper's 
you know, been there a while doing things. Dalton Castle, like former former Ring of Honor champion, and Eli Isom. You know, so I'm just throwing some some props out to Eli because uh, it's nice to see a guy sort of you know climb up the ladder. It's cool to see. I feel like ROH is doing a really great job with elevating their their. I don't want to say younger and newer talent, but guys who have been on the uphill for a while now since they've uh, signed and, and they had the mass exodus. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like Ring of Honor is once again, like I say this all the time, just knowing the right way to elevate talent. Right. And then you see a guy, then you see guys moving out like a Joe Keys, you know, who's been on AEW on Dark, you know, now. And so it's like, Yep. Get, they're getting they're getting chances elsewhere too which is always what ring of honor had done it's i had shared a, a friend uh, another friend of mine and he was talking about watching because if he asked me he's like if you, if you could recommend an old match to watch because he pretty much is just a wwe guy and he was like what give me an old match to watch or something good and i gave it was from 2008 and it was kenny omega versus tyler black versus brian danielson mm-hmm. <laughs> for ring of honor i was like watch this and it was, you know, Ring of Honor's always done it. They've always brought it. Oh, yeah. I'm really glad you said that because, and, you know, I know this is going to be a little bit off topic, but, you know, the big the big argument on, you know, wrestling Twitter now is, oh, look at how many, uh, you know, WWE guys AEW is signing. Yeah, you weren't saying that in 2012, 2013, 2014, when WWE and NXT poached all of the young Ring of Honor guys, all right. the big names. Like, think about it, though. Think of all the Impact memes that were happening when Impact was getting someone. I mean, yeah. there was a whole thing of, like, what their names are going to be if they show up in Impact. I think it's just a defense mechanism to cope with the fact that someone who was on WWE roster is leaving. Um, right. If I'm being real, I mean, look. You've heard our opinions of CM Punk and Daniel Bryan a whole lot this past week. Mm-hmm. But, well, at least on Thursday. <laughs> but, uh, but like, Daniel Bryan, fantastic wrestler. CM yes. Punk, uh, look, both of these guys were one of the most searched things on Google when the news dropped that they could both be in AEW. The nice. most searched thing on Google. All right. That doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be five-star matches happening in AEW. Get that out your head now. What it is is it's people knowing the names and looking over. All right. It's the – and you know what? If you watched uh, Simon on Why Culture, and he did a whole video about about the Daniel Bryan and CM Punk thing, and his whole point – and I agree with it 100%. It's the cash – it's the lapsed wrestling fan. The the wrestling fan that said, screw this. I don't want to – you know, this is – I'm tired of watching it. They hear – CM Punk and Daniel Bryan are going to be on a different wrestling. They're going to tune in. And it's like, it's, it was hilarious listening to them. It's like, well, they're just doing, you know, they'll just sign those guys to get, I was like, what do you think they brought John Cena back for? What do you think you bring Goldberg back for? It's like, they, they're not bringing them back to be on, to be there. No, it's a, it's a cheap pop. It's the pop things to get eyes on it. That's, and it works. That's why they do it. So it's like, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to this and, and, you know, I, I it that's funny because that it's really what inspired this other person to ask me about other stuff. Hey, man, what could I watch? I was like, well, you know, there's lots of other stuff to watch. You know, Daniel Bryan wasn't always in WWE. Here's, you know, some stuff to watch. And so, you know, I'm excited for it, man. I, and 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 I don't even want to get started on the WWE fanboy marks online because they are the bane of my existence. I have one thing I'm gonna say on them. So help me God. Anyone who's sitting here saying Jeff Hardy is better than Daniel Bryan or CM Punk needs to go do some of the things that Jeff Hardy been doing. And by that, yeah. I mean rehab. Because you, <laughs> you need to put and it. follow through. Right. Like, right. I'm sorry. These guys were never top guys on the card. They were never top merch sellers. Daniel Bryan's the only reason I probably tuned in to WrestleMania 30. <laughs> CM Punk right. brought back droves of wrestling fans with the pipe bomb and was champion for 434 days. Stop trying to diminish people just because they're not on your show anymore. It's dumb. Ryan, it is. 
let's talk some New Japan. <laughs> Yay! Finally. Uh, do we want to do uh, the Wrestle Grand Slam or do the Tag League first? Uh, let's hit the Tag League. Or right. yeah, yeah, Tag League. Nah, that's fine. Um, yeah, Super Junior Tag League coming back um, August 7th through August 17th. Um, six teams. Uh, we have El Phantasmo and Ishimori, Rapongi 3K, uh, Suzuki Goon represented by Kanamaru and El Desperado. Um, the Far East connection, that would be Gato and Dick to go. Uh, we get the team of Robbie Eagles and Tiger Mask. And then the last one, which is Team One or Eight. I'm not making this up. It's Team One or Eight. It, it's it's going to be Taguchi. And Matt's favorite, Master Watto. Master Watto, 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 Watto. Yeah, guys, Super Junior Tag League is going to be super exciting this <laughs> also, year. I got to ask, is the one or eight name saying either we're going to be the first or we're going to be last? Well, I think I think that was initially what it was supposed to be because there's supposed to be eight, eight teams. Uh, but there's six, so maybe some foreshadowing. Maybe we're going to have some impact tag teams happening. I don't know. Let's talk about yeah. some uh, some Grand Slam, yeah? Yeah, let's talk about this Rambo. Um, <laughs> Chase Owens, baby. Yeah, it is the 22-man New Japan Rambo uh, with handcuffs. Um, and this is for yeah. Toru Yano's uh, King of Pro Wrestling trophy. Um, mm-hmm. Chase Owens eliminates him last. And Chase Owens is the new King of Pro Wrestling for 2021. Um, this match was littered with big with uh, big names. Um, I'm not going to go through them all; just a couple. Um, we had big names. We had big names. Uh, I mean, we I mean, I mean, we had Minoru Suzuki in this. Uh, we, had U, we had we had Yuji Nagata. Guys, we had uh, Master Wado in this. Tomohiro Ishii. We had the Tokyo Pimp. We had Hiroki Goto. We had Kenta. Um, and then a bunch of other guys, but this was exactly what you want in a in a Rambo, and it's what you expect from a from a Toriano match. Um, I can see there being a rematch with just them coming up, coming down the pipe here, because um, pretty good, pretty good stuff there. Um, mm-hmm. Romo, uh, yeah, the show saying he's gonna challenge the winner of the junior heavyweight title match later tonight. Yeah, well, that that is, uh, yeah, then and that is already slated, uh, for the Wrestle Grand Slam at the MetLife Dome on September fifth. That is one of the three matches, so that is already penciled in. Um, but on to the actual opening match, um, we get the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championship match. That is Bullet Club defending and retaining against the Mega Coaches. That would be Taguchi and Rocky Romero. Um, this was this is a fine match. Yeah, it was it, was, it, it, it wasn't anything super exciting, um, but definitely a solid tag tag match. Um, kind of excited to see. Um, you know, this is kind of the action we're expecting when we get to the uh, tag league here in a couple weeks, um, but. <sighs> um, I really enjoyed a little bit of progression, though, with the whole loaded boot gimmick, though. I, um, yeah, excellent there. Um, any thoughts? Open no. Yeah, I, and um, I love the I love the loaded boot gimmick because that's a callback, man. I love it when they do old stuff. That was Iron. That was Iron Sheik's old thing way back in the day. Yeah. Uh, all right. Moving on. El Desperado defending the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship against Robert Eagles, also known as Robbie Eagles. Um, yeah, a little bit of the Ron Miller special, and that is it. We have a new champion. That is. Robbie Eagles, he will be in the tag league here in a couple weeks. Very good, solid match here. Um, a little bit of an emotional come from behind window for Robbie Eagles. 
um, kind of a kind of a knee injury uh, to start the match. But um, so as Matt alluded to, we do get uh, uh, we didn't we didn't have Hiromu come out at the beginning of the show, challenge the winner of this match. So it will be Robbie Eagles defending his newly won IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship against Hiromu Takahashi. That is at Russell Grand Slam at the MetLife Dome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one kind of caught me off guard. Um, <laughs> Jeff Cobb versus Kazuchika Okada. Um, Jeff Jeff Cobb um, is in my match of the year so far uh, for for the year. So I, I I expect nothing but great things. And then Okada goes goes over here. Um, yeah, and it, it was um, it, it it looked like the ending was kind of rushed, a little bit. Did you guys feel that at all? It did seem like we were trying to get to uh, get to intermission quickly. <sighs> yeah, because it was everything kind of came really quick, and you know, I it kind of makes you wonder. Is Okada the next one? Is he? Is it? De- is it back to death taxes? Okada. Um. But I. But I. But I really enjoyed this match. Yeah. Um. Sucks that Jeff Cobb uh, lost again. I feel like we get in these big, big stages and he falters, or that's how he's booked. Um. I on. I honestly thought he he, he came out and he had. And he had, you know, the, you know, five mile stare, um, you know, former, former Olympian, we're in the Olympics now, you know, I figured like, oh yeah, you know, show off some Olympic moves, which he did as always. Uh, but I thought that he would have gotten the win here. Um, he'll, he'll, he'll get his. Yep. I um, IWGP tag team championship match. As we get some rolling thunderstorms coming through here where we're filming, we get Los Ingobernables de Japón, that is Tatsuya Naito and Sonata, defending uh, against the dangerous techers. That would be everybody's favorite wrestler, Zack Sabre Jr., and Jeff's favorite wrestler, Tai Chi. Um, This match was hampered by the length. I... Did not need to be. Do you know the length? Almost, do you know how long it went? Uh, it Thirty-seven was minutes and fifty-eight, 58 seconds. Almost thirty-eight yeah. minutes. This 38 went. Minutes. This yeah. went. This went longer than the Rambo, and that had twenty more guys in it. Okay. Right. I understand that all four of these guys can work their asses off. I get it. You know, and I enjoyed it, but the longer it went. Kind of, kind of died a little bit, like slowly for me. Um, mm-hmm. This could have been about twenty minutes, and it would have been a great. It, it would have been a, a really, really great tag match. Um, we added an extra twenty minutes on, and then they dropped the titles. Oh very yeah, very quick. Yeah, uh, switch here. Yeah, this this is definitely. Um, yeah, this is something that I was not I- expecting. Still, still not the shortest in history, though, um, as that was only six days. That right. would be by uh, the great Muda and Shiro Koshinaka. Um, fun fact for you while we're on this train. Um, yeah, just um, there's there's always one match t- typically on a New Japan card that goes longer than it than it should. This just happened to be it. Um, Still, it was it was fine. All right, here's a question for you though. All right, because I, I and I, I'm gonna admit that I watched highlights through all of it. I don't, the only match that I watched all the way through without skipping at all was the last one. Mm. That that the main that those the last two matches lasted almost exactly the same amount of time, and one felt like it, and one didn't. Yeah, you know, you guys guess at which one is um, which, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, main event went 37 minutes, 26 seconds. Right. Yeah. Um, post post myself before we get to the main event. Yo, Yoshihashi and Goto come out. Um, 
walk out, they point at the titles. So I guess they're challenging ZSJ and Tai Chi. That'll be fine. At least it won't go 40 minutes. Uh, main Mike, event time. Am I <laughs> Shut up. This uh, match didn't need to go 40 minutes. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, go ace Hiroshi Tanahashi challenging uh, for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship uh, and Shingo Takagi. Um, gosh, I, I fucking love this match. <laughs> it's so good. Who would have thought that? Who would have thought that Shingo could work? Huh? We've only been saying it since the inception of this show. Forever. Everyone. Okay. We have been saying it probably before that, too. I mean, I mean, it's. I don't know how long Shingo's been at New Japan if it lines up with how long we've been doing the show. I've lost track because. Yeah, of- no, it was just about that. 2018. He showed up. Yep. When he showed yeah. he- Yep. Ooh, I'm starting to hear yeah. the um, Oh, yeah. It's pouring over here, and we're minutes away from each other. Um, but, yeah. Um, but, yeah, there were moments in here where you really thought the ace was going to win this. A few moments. I got caught in the work a couple times. Um, mm-hmm. But good. Good on New Japan for putting the strap on Shingo and strapping a rocket to him. Um, I love it. It's fantastic. Um, uh, they make it seem like, um, we're going to get a rubber match. Shingo challenges Tana, um, since they've each, uh, split the first two. Um, and then they promise to wait for Ibushi to recover, um, so that they can have the match. Um, and then this is, this is where it goes south for me. And this is far south. Um, out go the lights. Um, up on the big screen, we get every villain is lemons. That is evil. <laughs> Good reference there that not many people are going to get. The better. Uh, challenges Shingo Takagi. The lights come back up. Evil is in the ring. He hits Shingo with everything is evil. Closes the show. Guys, Evil is the most overrated wrestler in freaking New Japan right now, okay? And has been for a while. And it's not his work. It's how he's being booked to work. Because he's so over-dependent. Okay, I would say at least half of the Evil matches, if not more than half. So we're we're talking about at least 50% of his matches, you have some sort of run-in, or Bullet Club shenanigans. And that's never been the game. That's never been the Bullet Club angle. Um, now, have mm-hmm. they done it a time or two? You know, have they, have, have they been, have they used chicanery in the past? Yes. But I, I don't think it's been used as much as evil has used. Um, out, outside interference and run-ins. Um, I'm not looking forward to this match. I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm I've kind of soured on Evil since his heel turn, um, and then the repetition of his matches that he had with Naito. Um, just not. I'm not excited for this. I think it'll be fine. Right. So don't, don't that's, that's the problem. <laughs> that's the problem. I'll say don't stay. Don't stay. Don't stay up till two thirty in the morning to watch the first. Uh, of uh, summer struggle, you know, where we're going to get Dick to go and evil against, uh, oh, where'd it go? That's tonight, right? Yeah. Against Bushi and Tagagi. You don't, you don't, you don't want to stay up and watch that 2.30 AM in Tokyo tonight, July 27th. That's, yeah, that's tonight. Yeah. And, and Matt, you're right. The match is going to be fine. And therein lies the problem is yeah. that, Arguably, okay, the IWGP Heavyweight Championship, not just this incarnation, but the one before it as well, just the entire just main main championship, it's always had a big fight feel to it. It's mm-hmm. always been the best versus the best right now. And I don't mm-hmm. feel like this is that. 
Yeah. Um, here's here is my only counter to that is Osprey's injured. Coda is just sick as hell. You know, yeah. how many times can we run back similar matches? You know, at least this is a new one. We're not repeating uh, mm-hmm. challenges for the title here. Um, I, I think it's the, the easiest option for them while we get our, our round of contenders back mm-hmm. up, especially as we gear up towards G1. We're going to need to do something to make evil look a little bit stronger. So putting him in this title picture at the very least being uh, competitive with the champion makes him come out as a potential winner, even though I don't think he is. Well, I'm going to ask a question. I'm going to ask a question about this really quick too. And a lot of this is still from last year. It's a lot of hangover because, because a lot of booking was done with people that weren't able to come in and people that, and so they had to do some sort of figuring things out as they went. And I think maybe it's, and I don't want to keep beating this metaphor, but it's very similar to the whole like Otis winning the money in the bank. You know, it's like, all right, we made this decision. Now we got to go with it. And it's the, I think the evil bullet club thing was a sort of, was definitely a, what do we do with a ton of people who can't be here and how do we make a story and all that? And that's, that's Mm -hmm. what happened. And they've just gone with it and it never really worked. It worked as a temporary thing, but it's definitely not working as a long-term thing. But with that being said, they're still dealing with, with, with injuries and people out. It's almost like this has been prolonged. Also, don't forget, a lot of people are split in duty with traveling to the United yeah. States and keeping new, you know, all the stuff going in, in California. And, and, and so, so there really are some logistical things with quarantining time, I guess, and things that have to, you know. And, and so there's, they've sort of, some of it was not their fault. Some of it is just logistical and they, that they could have foreseen. And I mean, they're stretched pretty thin. And so you end up with stuff like this. With that being said, though, let me just, Tanahashi, who's, I mean, he basically is the John Cena of New Japan, but the dude can still go. I mean, I mean, he can, like, he's still, like, that guy today, yeah, he's not the guy that from 2010, but he's not noticeably that far off from that guy, you know, it's not glaringly obvious that it's 11 years later, but, um, so I, I don't know. I'm with you on the evil thing. I think I think that was maybe sort of done in haste when they didn't have a lot of options, and they're just kind of sticking with it for some odd reason. I still think the he looks better with the eye makeup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I gotta say, guys, I, I want to keep this conversation up, but I gotta tell you, I'm getting a little anxious here because I don't know if I'm gonna have the power to stay online with y'all. So, Ryan, you might hand us with this plug here before we lose power. Yeah. Um, yeah. Every, all of the socials are down in the description below. Link to Dwight's Odyssey page is down there. Link to Tantalizing Tony's YouTube page is down there. This is a big shout out. I literally just met, I literally just sent him a text. Uh, this is for PWO to you. Congrats on 1,000 subs. That's huge. Um, so guys, he needs four thousand watch hours over there to make to make sure that we get him monetized. Okay, that's got to happen by the end of the year. So guys, do us a favor at PWO for him. Go check out his page. He put out stuff on GCW for both nights. Put out stuff for Battle Riot. Put out stuff for Ring of Honor when we were there. There's the Crack of Thunder behind us. Um, guys, he's putting out tremendous work. Go check him out. Speaking of tremendous work. Ring of Honor, Glory by Honor, we will be there. Maybe not all of us, but at least Jeff and myself will be there in Philly at the 2300 Arena uh, for night two of that. That should be a lot of fun, especially with the Taven versus Vincent Cage match. Um, And once again, end of August is coming. We have uh, Next Generation Wrestling, Uncivil War 6, mentioned it uh, towards the beginning of the show. But we will bring it around town. Guys, at the end of August, if you don't have your tickets yet, go check it out. You go to nextgentn.net. Okay. Uh, there are regular admission, which is 20. Uh, special admission is 25. We get you in the door uh, a couple hours early for some specific meet and greets. Um, but if you're not going to make it to that show, guys, get on high spots. Okay. The party bowl is on there. It's $9.99 a month. 
Even if you just you can go on there and just rent that. I believe it's two ninety nine, just for the show. Um, but pay the ten bucks. Pay the pay the ten bucks. Pay, but yeah, why would you do that? Pay the ten bucks. You can see all of the old Next Generation shows, all good stuff. And of course, if you like what you see, you want to see us go to more wrestling shows, interact with other you YouTubers, bring more uh, professional talent on for interviews. If you're watching, it's the link right right below our faces. All right, but if you're not and you're listening, it's kofi.com slash pwo123. It's as easy as 123 for just the price of a cup of coffee a day. You can continue to support us, and we would greatly appreciate it. Also, post in the comments below how many professional wrestling shirts you own. Okay, and if it's more than me, we'll bring we will we will have a special prize for you. Yeah, one of your shirts. (laughs) (laughs) All right, with with that, I'm gonna go before this thunder like gets me. (laughs) This thing sounds like it's right over my head. So I hope you all have a safe week. Stay safe if you're out tonight uh, in in the you know five four zero area. Um, but stay safe, enjoy wrestling, uh, and we'll see you all back here on Thursday. Goodbye, good night, bang. It's ninety six.